tell you one thing, if a little green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. Welcome to the Strange Podcast with Sam and Logan. All right, and welcome to the Strange Podcast. I'm Logan Marks. I'm Sam Baxter. Today is October 15th, 2017. And today we're going to be talking about Andrew the Time Traveler and Robert Johnson, the man that sold his soul to the devil. Yeah, these are very interesting stories, but first of all, man, before we get into this, how was your day? You do anything fun today? Well, we I, I went to church, basically. I went to Costco. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> that religious cult, I got you. Got my free samples. and uh, All right. Free food. And, you know, and then I would go around and then try to come back and pretend I'm somebody else and try to grab more. You know, sometimes that works, but I'll tell you what, there's been a couple times where I've been lucky where the girls have been like, hey... I just want to go home. You want to just take all the rest of my stuff? I'm like, fuck. Are you serious? Really? They yeah, you? yeah. One time I went in there and <laughs> I went in there like eight o'clock. And the girl's like, hey, you want a fruit roll up? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I was kind of hungry. I'll take a little snack before dinner. And she's like, hey, come back here. I'm like, oh, so you talking to me? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. What do I do now? <laughs> it sounds like a shady deal. Like the guy's just gonna sell you drugs. <laughs> I know, I know. But but you know, this young girl, and I'm thinking, okay, she works there. It's like hopefully she's not gonna call the security on me for just being, you know. Who I am. So she, she goes, hey, why don't you take the rest of these? I'm like, uh, I don't really need all these. She goes, she goes, just take them. She goes, I can't leave. I can't go home until I, I get rid of all these. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You pushing your fruit roll ups on me? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you know, just take them, just take them. I want to go home. I was like, fuck, all right, well, you, you know, if you want me to take them, I'll take them. <laughs> I usually just throw them in the garbage, but <laughs> yeah. Well, they, no, she couldn't. She couldn't do that. I mean, she was in the middle of the store. You know, there's no garbage next to her. And, she, and I think they were watching and making sure that she was getting rid of them, and they just wouldn't allow it. It's like they have a quota; like they have to force themselves to be on you. Oh, I didn't know that. Neither did I. It surprised me. But she's like, "Yeah, I want to just get out of here." I'm like, "All right, well, I'll help you out, and you help me out. <laughs> I got some snacks for the week." So <laughs> you're walking out with your pockets full of. Like, I was rollers. literally. She gave me a whole box, like two boxes of them, and I was stuffing my pockets. So I'm like, "Damn, you know." <laughs> Remind me of that old uh, Saturday Night Live bit where they, the guy stuffed his crotch with uh, the baby with napkins. That fruit roll ups coming out of my pants everywhere. It's like I, I, it's like I, I just, you know, I had people looking at me like, oh shit. And I had the women looking at me like, that guy's kind of disgusting, but I like it. He's got a fruit roll up yeah. boner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't know what I was packing, so it didn't matter. <laughs> All they knew is that it was fruity. <laughs> Pretty delicious. <laughs> Pretty delicious. And then, uh, so I got a old computer. So I was like, I was uh, doing a factory reset on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it was like running like super slow. So I was like, oh, you know what? I got to get all the porn off. I got to get all the. Why would you want to get the porn off? Well, you know, it's all online now, so it's so no need to keep it on there. Oh, you actually had it on there. They were actually stored <laughs> on there. Well, it was an old I, computer, this, man. So that was real, this is old, man. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, didn't, so. I didn't know. <laughs> so now, so how, I, how was that? Yeah, well, now it's it's running pretty smooth now. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. So the, so the porn's wiped, and you know now you just stream it. It's all yeah. good. So like another three months, it should be full again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> just can't learn, yeah, do you? Everyone keeps telling you, "Come on, come on, Logan, you can just stream it." No, I just gotta download it. <laughs> I think I have to download it. It's like early nineties. What if what if 90s. something happens? Just an electrical storm, and yeah, and I have it. <laughs> And you it's know, not stored on my PC. The internet goes out, and I just have enough for the generator to run the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I could either keep the house warm, or I could have porn. <laughs> like the generator is going to be for the computer. <laughs> so what did you do today? Uh, you know, it's kind of a slow day. Just kind of hung out. Watched a couple movies. Do you ever remember that old movie, The Karate Kid? Yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Remember that, that piece of shit? Remember that Daniel LaRusso, how he just took out the whole Cobra Kai? 
Yeah, did you ever see that one, uh, that video where, where it shows, like, uh, the Karate Kid was actually the bad guy? No, <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, they go, th- they go through, they show, like, all the stuff that happens because he's the one that starts the fights and he's the one that's, like, just acts all crazy. Well he, well, he intervenes, remember? He gets in the way. Yeah, he's in, like... They just, like if you watch it, it makes him sound like he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I, I'm pretty sure he couldn't take out those guys who've been doing karate for years, and he did it like four months of just fucking wax on, <laughs> wax off, jack off, jack on. You know, it just it doesn't seem like that's plausible. But I mean, fuck, I hated that movie when I was a kid. I, that was a movie that everybody liked, and I just hated it. I thought it was so ridiculous. And even what now as I watch it, it's so dumb. And there was sequels. Did you ever see the sequels when he went to Japan? Yeah. Yeah. And then he came back on the third one and he was like all of a sudden in the third one he didn't have to do the tournament and since he was a defending champion, he could just fight in the championship round. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, he just shows up. Like Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the Riders got lazy and they didn't care. So I was like, Fuck, man, this is I don't like how this is going. This is that's why that that's why that franchise basically died. Besides him getting too old, you know, I'm great. Granted, he was probably like 35 when that last movie came out, and he was still acting like he was 20. <laughs> you know, but... Is he still alive? I mean, do you remember... Is he still alive? <sighs> you know what? IMDb says he is, so I guess so. <laughs> when does the internet ever lie, yeah, right? True. So, <laughs> so, so I, th- yeah, I think he's still doing stuff, but I mean, it's, it's not anything like super important like Z Nation or anything, you know? <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like a good show. It's probably like some romantic comedy or something. Uh, he's probably just staying at home, <laughs> raising his kids. I mean, are you kidding me, man? He's got to be a grandpa now. How, how old is he? Oof. Man, how, old is, how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> what, what galaxy are we in? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so um, I, I don't know how old he is, but I know like I remember in the 80s, he was probably like in his early 20s, like 24. So he's got to be like in his you know, almost fifties. Yeah, he's fifty-one. Yeah, you go. So he's raising his grandkids. He's got oh, something, man. He could have <laughs> he could have a young wife. He could have a twenty-two-year-old wife, and he just had his first kid. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, she might she might love him from as Daniel Larusso, and just like feel like she's making love to Daniel every night. <laughs> yeah. He's all like, "Do the kick, do the yeah, kick. get the on the bed, crane get kick. on the yeah. corner of the bed, and do the kick, do the crane kick." You know, yeah, give and it to me, we'll baby. Just, we'll just get it on. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up watching that, and I, you know, I was trying to reminisce about some of his old movies. There was another movie he had. Um, I don't know if you remember. It was a couple years after Karate Kid. It was called Crossroads. Did you ever see that one? The the Britney Spears? Was no, 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 fuck, no, no, not the Britney Spears. <laughs> now is that the one who's still alive? No, nah, I don't care. I don't care. Let's not look that up. But anyway, <laughs> Britney. Uh, no, no, the, the, the Crossroads from uh, it's like oh, 1986. Where he sells? Where he he uh, he's with that that black dude, and he's like a a blues player. The blues player. Yeah, so Ralph Macho... And then Macho's, he goes and sells a soul or something to play guitar or something. Yeah, he, he finds him in an old in a assisted living home, and he's an old man, and he's just crotchety and pissed off, and he ends up finding out as Ralph Macho is a guitar player from Juilliard, and he finds out that the guy had sold a soul to the devil, and the guy wants him to help him redeem it. It was, it was a cool concept, and I thought, hmm, is anything like that ever true? So I was just kind of... Yeah kind of looked it up and I was kind of looking up what, okay. what, what the crossroads really mean and uh, it's supposed to be like a location between worlds where like the supernatural spirits can be contacted but, like between two realms like it's a place that's neither here nor there because it's like it's almost like an infinity spot right so I was kind of looking into some of that <clears throat> and, I, and I did some reading about it and uh, there was a few people that have claimed to use the crossroads to their advantage in life 
And the way they did that was allegedly like they sold their soul to the devil. Is there a certain way they have to do this or? Certain, okay, so there was a violinist in the 1700s, Giuseppe Tartini. And he was a, um, he had a dream and the devil came to him in his dream. And he sold his soul to the devil, I guess verbally there. The devil took his, took his violin, played it. And then when he woke up, he was able to play. There's been certain people that allegedly had just simple ways of, of selling their soul like that. But there was, there was one person who was um, pretty prominent that he's, he's had a, a pretty lasting effect on a lot of people. His name was Robert Johnson. He was a blues player uh-huh. in the early 1900s. So this guy was born in 1911, died in 1938. He was only 27 years old from Mississippi. Poor guy. He was poor, like youngest of 10. But this guy really liked the blues. Mm-hmm. And he was not a good musician for guitarist. He was a good harmonica player. But his guitar play was garbage. <laughs> it was, it was uh, from from what I was reading, he was just horrendous. Like like, so he had a couple friends that he would follow around. Uh, other blues players that were really good, named Sam House and Willie Brown, were his friends. So whenever they'd be playing, he'd be following them, you know, tagging along at their at their concerts. And when they go out and take a smoke break or whatever, he'd be like, "Hey, can I get on the guitar?" And like, "Go ahead, kid. Just you know, don't ruin the house." And he, <laughs> and he would ruin the house. People would be like, "Get those!" And everybody's like, "I'm getting out of here." <laughs> Screw this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, they'd come out. They'd go out to Sam and William. Like, hey, get this son of a gun out of here. You know, this guy sucks. And they're like, say, yeah. we're on smoke break. You know, <laughs> we're, not, we're not paying. You got to hear it. You're, this is, you're just going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to endure, endure this crap. And so he was He was pretty bad. So he was. this was around the time, like, in the, in the South, when, like, the blues was known to be, like, devilish music, right? Because a lot of religious folks down there, Southern Baptists mm-hmm. and all that, it was all about about the church, and if you didn't follow the church, you know, basically doing blues and music was like devilish. Just so the, swaying your hips, yeah, and your hips. Around. Exactly. <laughs> so it was basically a taboo. There was other singers who who who, sold, who sung about the devil, mm-hmm. um, like in their music, they they had references to him or actually said him. It was. It seemed like a little more prominent than I thought it would be. But this guy, Robert Johnson, the reason why the people think he sold his soul is because, as I said, the guy, Sam House and Willie Brown, they said after he would, you know, he had botched a few of their concerts when he tried to intervene and just play his own guitar and he just killed it. Like, not in a good way killed it, but he just, you know, he pissed everybody off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just stunk just, it up. Just, yeah. just shit the bed. And he, allegedly after that, he like disappeared from, this is Sam's account, Sam House, which is a, a, a blues player. Said so he disappeared for six uh-huh. months. He came back and he he um, he reappeared in, in Mississippi where they were playing, and he, he showed up and he made his way up to the concert. They're like, "Hey, you know, there's Robert, or or Bob as they call them." It's like, "So mm-hmm. there's Bob," and he made his way up to the front, and they were playing. They were doing their set, and then when it came to their break, he said, "Hey, can I go up there and just play?" And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead, boy," you know. They look at each other, kind of wink, yeah, like, hey, <laughs> we know what's going to happen, but we're your friends, go ahead. Well, he got up there, and he just started killing it in a good way. He was mm-hmm. fantastic. So a lot of people were like, whoa. You know, a lot of people in the con- in the audience knew that he had sucked, and they, they were expecting him to suck. But when he got <laughs> on and played, he was just killing it, and he could sing, and he could just play the guitar, he could just rip. So this may let people think that maybe he had some type of supernatural assistance. Are you sure, like, it wasn't, like, cocaine? Like <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I mean, um, 
I don't think so because he was doing this. He was like this, like everywhere. He was just really good, just he, ripping it up. Huh? Yeah, just just like before, he was nothing. He was he, like I said, he just couldn't he couldn't carry a tune, and now he was just fantastic. So I kind of looked into that a little bit more deeper, and um, one of the, like the songs he did was called Crossroads Blues. And so a lot of people mm. think this has to do with him selling us all to the devil, but the lyrics don't necessarily say anything about that. It just describes him at the crossroads. He's trying to hitchhike, and it's it should be an easy place to hitchhike, you know, because it's a four-way, you know, mm-hmm. there's no stop sign, so people have to stop, and, you know, he's figuring, nah, I can get I can get a hitchhike right here because people stop. Somebody's, someone's going to let me in. Well, nobody's letting them in. So basically, I kind of looked it up, and it's just his songs are short, and I kind of went through some of the stanzas. You know, each there's like five different parts in that song. Mm-hmm. And basically in the first one, he's basically on his knee asking God for mercy. And then the second stanza, he's like he's expressing his self pity because he's he's unable to flag down a ride. Nobody's stopping for him. And then the third stanza, he's his luck's running out, sun setting. He's he's discussing like, oh my gosh, like sun, sun's going down, my luck is ending. Mm-hmm. Fourth one, his rule, his um, Willie Brown, his friend that I had said, um, he's he wants somebody to let Willie know that he's screwed. You know, get in contact with Willie, let him know that I'm 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 shit out of luck. And the fifth one, he's talking about um, wishing he had, like, uh, not having a sweet woman. Wishing he had a woman by his side to, like, basically comfort him. Mm. Robert was, like, known to be sort of a ladies' man. A lot of his songs um, delved into having a woman. So, in that one, a lot of people took that as him, like, basically saying my his goodbyes because the devil was going to come get him. He, he wasn't able to escape Maybe that personified not catching a ride as him escaping his fate. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was interesting, and you could see it both ways. You could see it just as being a song of as somebody just out of luck, or or you can think of it as him, like I said, personifying that he's he's done, his time is up. So oh, so so like when he get to the crossroads, he he made the deal, and now like after the deal, like he just has to he's waiting for well, yeah, the he, other shoe to drop. He has to yeah his 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 fulfilled the the devil gave him gave him what he wanted, and then his his time fulfilling is is the devil's going to come to collect, and he's trying to get away, but it almost like as if in this song he's saying I can't get out, I'm like stuck, nobody's nobody's helping me, I'm I'm done, you know times 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 running out, sun going down. Tell my friend and my woman that I, I wish I had a woman here to come for me, and I wish my buddy was here that I could tell him, "Hey, I'm out." Again, you could see that as just being a song with him having no luck at a crossroads. Like a crossroads should be an easy place to catch a ride, but he just does not have luck to do it. Or he could, like as a lot of people thought, is a supernatural tale, a spin where the devil's coming to collect them, and. This- did anybody ever like ask him, or did he do like any interviews about it? Well, the bad thing about Robert Johnson is this is way, like I said, early 1900s. There's not tons of information about him. Not a lot of interviews. There's only two pictures of him, uh, actual pictures that can be verified that that are of him. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like a low key guy that a lot of people didn't really get a lot of information about. That's what makes this so difficult and hard to understand. It's because mm-hmm. a lot of things are very ambiguous, and so you don't really know what you you can only get it from his music you know how a lot of artists you know mm-hmm. you know let their heart out in their music you know you got taylor swift stinking it up with all these you know boyfriend 
you know, breaking up with her, right and she's getting revenge. And yeah, and she's getting revenge on them. How dare they? Like, we all we all know you're just a hoe girl. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and so and so this could be something like that. Let me give you another quick example. He had another song called Hellhound on My Trail. So in this song, oh. he's basically he speaks about a darker tone as he's being pursued from a hell as from a hellhound, and no matter how hard he runs, he can't escape it. It's basically the whole song is is talking about that that it's just on his tail. He can't get away. So he keeps a lot of the same themes in all his music. Then. Yeah, and and just one real quick one. There's another one, "Me and the Devil's Blues," and it's basically the song starts. He wakes up with no, with the devil knocking at his door. He greets the devil, and the next stanza he greets the devil, saying saying Hey, it's time to go." He's telling the devil that it's time to go. So him the the next the next part of the song they're talking about him and the devil walking side by side, on his way to go meet his woman so he can go beat her. And then, like towards the end, she's the the woman knows that he has to beat her because it's not him; it's the old evil spirit deep in the ground that's making him do this. So, like he's talking about possession. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking. So it was just like 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 he's all sitting. I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, but but I have but to. Gotta do right? This is this is yeah. This is exactly what I have to do. So. Again, there's, 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 there's that whole aspect of it. And then, but there's also like some people who claim that he didn't, he wasn't gone for six months. Some people said he went to go, go, um, go with a fellow bluesman named uh, Isaiah Ike Zimmerman. Uh-huh. And he went to his place in Bogard, Mississippi. And, and, and Zimmerman was known to like playing in graveyards at night because it was quiet. It was peaceful. It was tranquil. Nobody to bother you, right? So he would play there, and I guess Robert went with him. Some some people say that he went there for like three years and was training every night with him, playing all night with mm-hmm. him. And but other people think, well, maybe he did go, and he went to train with with Zimmerman, but because he still wasn't good enough to further his guitar skills, he had to sell his soul. Hmm. So there's there's always the aspect of him having sold his soul there. I see. Could it be that he was practicing a lot, or that he sold his soul? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nobody could be that good. Oh, no, damn no. it. Practice yeah, never makes perfect. Be, That's just exactly. he's, he sold his soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's 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 a devil. He's a devil. I've seen it. He's a devil. Stay away from his music. Swaying his hips. Yeah. But the bad thing, and like I said, since there was not a lot of information on him, he died in 1938, a year after he recorded his 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 all his music. And he was really a ladies' man, from what I read. Like he would go to all every city he was in, he'd always get another woman. And they, he didn't care if they were ugly, beautiful. He just loved the ladies. Huh? He, it didn't matter to him. He just wanted he just wanted to get some tail. So and he would, but but they think that he had like maybe crossed some uh-huh. woman who had a jealous husband. So so some of the stories say that he he could have been stabbed, poison, internal bleeding because he he drank moonshine all the time. <laughs> Or, or the most common one that people say is the devil came back to take what was rightfully his. Uh, so I'm not saying he sold his soul. Certain aspects, you know, kind of pivot that way. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like you said, a practice could just make perfect. And he could have just died at a young age where, you know, they didn't really know how to handle it when he was sick. Because they said he... He suffered for a few years. Yeah. Is was is there any other people that has sold their soul that you know? Um, well, not that I know of personally. <laughs> 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 Who told you I did? Told oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh you're asking me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I thought you were. I thought you knew I did. Insinuating. Uh, yeah. 
Um, there was another guy that, um, like in England in the 1700s, he was a brigadier brigadier general, Jonathan Moulton. And this guy had he had wanted riches, I guess. He was he had served the king, um, the army, mm-hmm. the uh, the English army, and he was pretty high ranking. But he wanted money. He was he was just a, a, a gold whore. And I guess he he had made a deal with the devil that the devil would come and 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 fill his boot with gold. And so um, I think it was every night, or maybe it was. Every month, I don't remember exactly. I kind of read that quickly, but yeah. basically, he he got he got greedy, and so he in his basement, at the bottom the boot he had the boot in the floor, and, uh, like on the ground. But he cut a hole in the bottom of the floor and and the boot. So when the devil was allegedly pouring the gold in, he would just keep pouring. He was trying to he was trying to dupe the devil, dupe the devil, having a hole in the boot, and the boot the hole was 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 emptying out into the basement. Oh, so when the devil was pouring his gold, it would just keep pouring, right? Because it would never fill up. So he was trying to do that. He was trying to. He was getting a little uh-huh. greedier, and so the devil found out and burned his place down. <laughs> so fuck you, you man. You don't mess with the devil. You know? Yeah, I get the fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. I will burn this. I will burn this house down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You done fucked up, motherfucker. <laughs> and um, one other one was uh, another one that I thought was kind of kind of crazy. It was another uh, Christoph Hazeman. Uh-huh. He was in the 1600s. 1651, 52. He was a painter who also allegedly sold his soul to escape poverty and depression. Uh-huh. So he had agreed to be the so-called air quotes son of the devil on earth. Um, and he had claimed to sign two documents, one in just regular ink and one in his own in his own blood. And I, after when the nine years was coming up, he was getting all depressed and freaked out. So he went to the Catholic Church to get an exorcism, uh-huh. and the exorcism. Um, Actually, I guess it, it had broke the pact, and he was able to to free himself. And he lived for like another, you know, fifty years. But he he became he became very religious. Oh, really? I didn't know you can break a pact with the devil. Allegedly, this <laughs> allegedly this guy. I know, I know. I've been trying for years, but <laughs> but uh, you think they'd be like, when, like like devil's court, where like it's like like look, I have these signed doctors. I, it's in its own blood, so he should be able. Yeah. I you know I should be able to take him. Yeah, I know, huh? But but I, I guess I guess they did an exorcist, right? They did an exorcist allegedly, and and it and it broke it. But the devil was persistent, and, and allegedly the devil would always come back to him and with his hellhounds and always keep keep on him, like hey, trying to bring him back. Yeah, come on, come on, you know, you, you know you want to join me. And I guess a lot of his pictures depicted like a lot of his his interactions with the devil. Does he have like a lot of pictures that they have like online or what? I I believe so. Yeah. But but mm-hmm. some of his pictures depict him with, like with his interactions with the devil. You can go on there and see them. Interesting. So these were these were just very interesting ones that that I thought were, you know, again these could just be jealous people who who think hey hey you can't be fucking better than me, you know. But I think that these guys um, they they do have like a history. This is like well known through society or over the years that. That these guys did sell the soul, and again, there's no way to disprove it, and there's no way to prove it. Do, there's really not any like more recent people that do it, like in like in the last 10, 15 years that I've ever heard Fuck. of. Fuck. Do you know the only one who I could say would do that would probably have been Hitler? Well, I know he was like into the occult, like he did a lot of stuff in the occult. He was, he was, and you know he was he was pretty fucked up. And look at his, how many people he killed, how many Jews they that they wiped out. Look how many countries that they were conquering. I mean, there was just three countries, them, Italy, and, and Japan, that had made the pact. And they were, I mean, 
basically was like 90% German, 10% Italian. They were conquering all of Europe. I mean, fuck, what are the odds of doing that? I mean, they were unstoppable until they got too greedy and they went after Russia, as we all well know. They almost got to Moscow. And if we didn't intervene, the United States didn't intervene, you know, this, this things could have been very different. I mean, I'm just saying that guy came from nowhere and he just, he brought the fear and they, he blamed the Jews and they all jumped on that and they killed at will. I don't know. Do you think there's anybody else who could have, besides Taylor Swift, told us all? So I don't know how she's popular. Sorry, peoples, but she ain't my, she ain't my type of gal. I don't know. I like some of her music. How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like like Hitler. He tried yeah. to get like the Spear of Destiny. He was into that and man. The Holy Grail. I mean, he was on to something. So, yeah, maybe he might have. Yeah, I could see. I could see him doing it. What if? What if he obtained it and just like remember Raiders of the Lost Ark? Remember they got that Ark, but they just put it away in a, in a fucking warehouse with millions of other things. Hmm. Only if like we get like travel back in time. You know that would be interesting. I wonder if anyone's ever done that. Yes, there has been a man. There has been for sure. Yes. Let me tell you about a guy named Andrew Bashago. Hmm. So he's an attorney based in Vancouver, Washington. So he's around here. Washington State? Yeah, Washington Ooh. State. He was born in September 1961 Okay. in Morristown, New Jersey. And as a young boy, Andrew said that he was blessed with special abilities. Hmm. What type of abilities? Yeah, he says he was able to levitate small objects and that he can kind of read people's minds. So he was a, pretty much like a lame-ass X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Andrew, he, he grew up, he was a smart guy. He had a high IQ. He was a member of Mensa. And he studied, studied uh, American history at, at UCLA, hmm. graduated in 1994. He then became a journalist and an editor. And while he was doing that, he studied environmental law at Lewis and Clark Law School in Portland, Oregon. Hmm. So, and then in 1996, he passed the bar. And now he has a private practice. So he's, he seems like a normal guy, intelligent, except for like his little mutant powers that he claims he has. Sure, sure. Um, but then in 2004, Andrew started making claims that he was part of a special program called the Project Pegasus. Pay like the horse, like the yeah, like the horse. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so from, from Clash of Titans. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It, and it started in 1968 yeah. by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. Okay. And it's an agency created in the 58 by President Eisenhower after the Russians launched uh, Sputnik One in 57. Because pretty much everyone, when they launched it, pretty much everyone just got this shit scared out of them. Like, Fuck yeah. up there, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, communism. Yeah, big advantage. And, yeah. <laughs> so, it was a mission, so it was their mission to keep the U.S. ahead in technology and science. So, you know, they wouldn't get caught with their pants down again. Could be bad in the wrong situation. Yeah. So, so at the age of seven, Andrew and like 139 other kids were secretly enrolled in the Project Pegasus. And they're basically... How, uh, wait, how many were? Like 100... There's 140. 140? Kids, wow. yeah. Any significance uh, with that number? No, I just... That's how many that he just said they had. Okay, okay. Um, <coughs> so they were there to perform remote sensing in time. The program was ha- was having the children provide the, the American president, the military, the intelligence community with reliable information about past and the future uh, by time traveling. So, and they call these kids uh, chrononauts. Chrononauts? Yeah. Do you know what you mean? Autobots? Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Andrew, Andrew claims that there were like several devices that they used for time travel. Uh, most of these, most of these uh, machines were created by stolen designs from Nikola Tesla. 
Oh, Tesla was a smart motherfucker. Yeah, so like after he died in in forty in forty three, they pretty much stole all the schematics that were that were there, uh, and they used it to build a teleportation devices using what Andrew calls a radiant energy. Hmm. Uh, causing what it does is causes shimmering curtains between two elliptical booms, and it creates a portal, allowing the children to teleport from one location to another in seconds. Uh, really? Andrew, yeah. So Andrew says there were uh, other machines as well, ones that would send them through time, and other ones that would send like a holographic versions of themselves to other locations, kind of like Ziggy from Quantum Leap. No shit. Yeah. All right. So there was different. There was different machines that they would use. You know, they would. They had ones that could go through time, and then ones that would like portal jump through different dimensions. What was the purpose of going to another dimension? If they travel back in time. They would split. They would split the timeline. Hmm. So there'd be different versions of Earth. Sure, like in Back to the Future too. Yeah, yeah. When Biff won, when Biff took over Hill Valley. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. They made an alternate reality. I gotcha. So, Andrew explains that the secret government project used kids. He used the kids because the the time travel effect on them mm-hmm. was was too difficult for adults' brains. To grasp, but difficult. Yeah, but but children were able to do it because they were still developing and can handle the the effects of the travel. So up to how old would these could these children be? So they they grab. It looked like they were grabbing them like like seven to about before before puberty. Okay. Seven to, so once they hit puberty, they were ruined. Yeah, I, I I think so because um because like what he says was like jumping from time to time would kind of mess up the brain because it would it would just be too much for someone to handle. But like a kid, mm. you know, they have all this imagination, and they can, sure, they can like, you know, to them, it's just like a, a like a, something that's happening. It's they're kind of used to it because that's what they know. Yeah, they haven't learned that that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, so their their brain won't fight it. Yeah, pretty much. So they'll accept it. Sure. Uh, Andrew recalls like risks during the early days of the program. He remembers one of the kids returning back with from the portal, with the absence of his of the of his legs. The kid, he said, mm. he said he saw the kid on the floor screaming and fumbling around on the floor. And then, like, seconds later, like, his like, legs emerge and just land on top of him. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, like, after a few seconds, just comes out. And so, like, he was basically split in half. Oh, man. So Yeah, so. So he was done. Yeah, so that kid was done. Game over, man. Game over. Game, <laughs> game over. <laughs> Fuck. And Joel also remembers when he traveled, he remembers it'd be, like, really extremely turbulent. And going through the portal, that like it wasn't safe. But he says, like after after a couple of years, uh, the technology got better and it became safer. So, how many missions did he go on, and what were his missions f- regarding? Many of the missions he was sent back to the 1800s, and he says that he was at Abraham Lincoln's uh, famous Gettysburg address in ni- in 1863. Yeah, and he and he claims to have he's gone back dressed as a, like a bugle boy, a Union bugle boy, mm-hmm. and that he was photographed. So like you can like oh, if you go to his website you can see uh like a picture of it's it's, it's kind of dumb. That. I have seen. Have that. you seen it? Yeah. And it's kind of blurry. You can't even tell who it I is. I know it can be some it's kid. Like <laughs> it can just be some some dipshit kid there that just gotten the fucking photo bombed. And yeah. <laughs> hey, that's me. It, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like yeah. So like he he it's like all blurry. You know. It's yeah. Like white and, and it just looks like a crowd. Like he, they could have went to like a, a a reenactment somewhere and or even if they just grabbed a picture from anywhere. Like you can't really tell who it is. So why was his reason for going to see see Lincoln? Uh, they would just go just to get information. Information. So that they would yeah just for for like I said for, for information for like the president for intelligence, or just to go like to get 
to get like proper information about of of history. Mm. So they because they would send them in the past and they would send them in the future. Do they think they ever altered history and made another timeline by doing that? One time he says that he traveled back to Fort to the Fort Theater um, when President Lincoln was assassinated, mm-hmm. and he said that in fact he'd been he'd been there so many times that he even ran into himself from the past and himself from the future. Can that can that be a what's that time paradox? I, I don't know. I guess like Back to the Future. If you don't touch him, you'll be all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like he's that's why he thinks like there's different alternative timelines because he would go back and he would see himself. So was he the he, only one from that that his whole team of 140 that would go see Lincoln, or was there like lots of them that did? There's lots of them that went different places, and sometimes a lot a couple of them went to the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. So what? So he couldn't get it right like the first five times, so like he kept running himself like twenty times in because he couldn't get that shit right or what? Well, I don't think he was. He wasn't really. He didn't say he was there to like fix anything or do anything. No, no, no. He couldn't. Observe. He couldn't get the information to bring back right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I say like it comes back to the list to get milk. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to go back there to see what Lincoln was yeah, wearing. What, what was he wearing? Oh, I, I think I got stopped <laughs> I and I was you know drinking some booze, <laughs> talking to this woman and. Yeah, uh, so it's okay. So he went back a few times. Did he ever go to the future? Uh, yeah, he went to the future. He, he even traveled into the year 2045, where he, he describes it as the people being, like, taller and thinner. Um, with a, Like, the there's a mixture of races. So there's there's not just, like, a different races. It's, like, everybody's just kind of mixed together. Um, he said that people in the future seem to be nicer, like, friendlier. It was more, more of a relaxed atmosphere. You think they're all, like, and an they, opium or heroin? Probably. That's, that's the only thing I could conclude. Weed, man. Weed's Weed. legal everywhere. Yeah, that's why they legalize like it. And everyone all everyone nice. realizes that shit needs to be legal everywhere. You heard it here. You heard it from, from this kid. From the future. Yeah. 2045. <laughs> Weed is good. Weed is good. So everybody went there. He went there, and everybody was a lot nicer, friendlier, skinnier, taller. Yeah, it's just... This is better than what we are, I guess. <laughs> are you sure this wasn't a movie that he was watching or something? <laughs> I know. Fuck, sounds like a, a flick. And then he also says, like, the cities were, like, more environmentally friendly. Like, they would, like, the cities were built to combine with nature and urban terrain. So they called them, like, garden cities. What the fuck does that mean? Well, basically, like, you know, like, you'd have, a, like, a, a building, but it was, like, there's a lot of, like, plants and, and, and trees mm. built within it. Interesting. What was his What was his reason to go there? They they send him places to just observe, basically. Oh, so he just went to observe, check it out. Yeah, yeah, and then he would come back and he would they would uh, debrief him and stuff, and so just so they can get like information, so they know what they what, what to do, you know, when things come up, they're like, well, you know, like we can do this and that because we already have the information of what we've done. Hmm. So, so with this knowledge should we like never have a war again should we cure cancers and aids and all diseases i mean well apparently that wasn't an important because <laughs> are they, they going to cure an impotence too well they got viagra so i mean oh yeah but i mean so you don't need viagra you know just so you're all good till you're like 80 you just have morning wood all the time <laughs> all the time i think that's what viagra does so. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to pop that pill i'm just saying you guys got to be able to, you can have it just like when you're 15 just like, or 18. snap a finger you just push a push a button on your hand yeah <laughs> so 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 the point is is to just gather data and find out what's going on i mean was there any did he ever say like they were using it collectively to like avoid or maybe gain 
like advantages like with like the cold war or you know things in the future that 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 we can avert from what i read from what i read he never specified like what exactly he was doing he was just like he would just come back with the information and then they would analyze it when he when he brought it back but I guess since there's 140 of them, you know, they're just all doing their own mission and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, the, they, they the probably leaders just keep separated. Yeah. yeah, so that so that you know you you don't go around telling anybody. Sure. So Can't yeah, he said, and then he said that there was like like no pollution and and the funny thing I thought was like he was like talking about how they everybody knew him that he was famous in the future. <laughs> he was famous. Yeah, for like because everybody knew that he was a time travel time traveler. So was time travel like commonly done in the fu- in the future? Well, he says because um, in the future everybody like uh, uses teleportation devices now. No shit. So there's no cars. Well, that's that explains the clean air. Yeah. So, you know, like everything's better in the future. <laughs> Damn. So how do we get to the future, man? What do we gotta do? Take some LSD and just have a trip? And no, I guess we just gotta wait and hope we don't die. Oh, <laughs> man. Is cryogenics ready? Can we do that? Somebody else can call to freeze your head. You can, yeah. you can have like a, the frozen head, like on Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just the head. The yeah. future's really shitty, man. Just the head now. Yeah. <laughs> no, remember Nixon in the future on Futurama? He had the whole body. Remember he had the robotic body? The robot body. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go, right there. I do that. I take a robot that? I mean, body. You're, just, you're basically immortal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. So, like, okay. So time goes on, and then, um, it's 1980 now. Okay. Uh, Pac-Man is taken world by storm. Michael Jackson's oh. Thriller album made everywhere. Those ugly jackets. And yeah, now, sure. Uh, seven-year-old Andrew, he's a teenager now. Okay. Okay. He's no long. He's no longer a spring chicken. Yep. He's getting old. Too old for time travel. So I guess they just kind of let him do teleportation. And so they decided they're gonna uh, collect this group of like ten young adults. Okay. Uh, they're gonna. They're especially chosen for a Mars training mission at mm. California College in uh, Siskius. So now he's being used to, to travel in this, this the thing they call the, the jump room. And it's basically a teleportation device. So he's no longer going through time, but he's going to the red planet. He's going to Mars now. So he's getting okay. his ass to Mars. <laughs> So, so does he have to wear like a whole suit and everything, or they have some type of technology where he can just walk around normally, no problem? Well, apparently he says that you, you can walk around over there with no problem. Like it's just there's an atmosphere there. What? He says that um, he's basically an ambassador to the Martian people now. His job is to uh, get the humanoids that are there accumulated to the presence of human beings. Humanoids. And he says that there's okay. Just yeah. So there's there's creatures there that are like us. Sure. And he says that the that there's structures there and there's animals there. It's basically like a full civilization. Are they underground? No, he says they're they're all on there. He has like pictures, like the pictures he has. You know, it's like all blurry. And <laughs> so he's telling me in the future he did. There's no good cameras. So <laughs> <laughs> you trying to tell me? There ain't shit for cameras. They're still like taking Polaroids <laughs> and stuff up there. I know, I know. So this Polaroid <laughs> I took from the year before twenty twenty five. I got this camera from the 1800s. I get, you got to sit there. You got to like put the, the explosive stuff on there and it just flashes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be ready in three days. Don't worry. We can leave in three days. So, yeah. So, he's now he's in the 80s. He's up there and, and he's traveling to Mars now. Okay. And Ando claims, he claims that during the Mars missions, a uh, member of his team that we, it's, it's someone that we all know. And he's pretty famous. Uh, at the time, the man went by the name of Barry Sotero. 
but we all know him now as Barack Obama. Oh. So, yeah. I Barack knew. Obama. I mean, hey, Donald Trump knew that he wasn't born in Hawaii. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he was a Marxist. <laughs> <laughs> Donald knew, man. He, knew that. Know, he was right. Yeah, he, was he, right. he knew. He knew he wasn't a Hawaiian. He, yeah, <laughs> and Andrew says that he spoke. To, he spoke to um, Obama mm-hmm. during one of the missions. I guess. I guess they were there together. Okay. At one point in time, he kind of talked to him for a little bit. Not like he doesn't know him like, like best friends. But he was. I guess he said he spoke to him. Sure. He he claims that Obama's been to the to Mars at least twice, mm. from 1981 to 1983. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, and of course, you know, Obama denies any kind of the allegations. Sure. So, so he, so he met Obama. They've, they've both travelers. They're both ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And friends of the Marsh. Is he still doing it? Barry says that he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> okay. He's, he's retired from uh, Mars traveling, but retired, huh? Um, and Andrew doesn't do it anymore. He says either because he's uh, he's he's got a new new thing in life. He's Andrew's now starting the new project pregnancy. Oh, he's making his own. The the project is to disclose all the information the government won't won't tell you about teleportation and time travel and the Mars. So what's the benefit of doing that? Well, he says in the future, you know, like how everyone do, is doing time travel or uh, everyone's like teleporting and stuff. Uh, the reason they know him mm-hmm. is because he's the one that released the information because he he ran for president in uh, 2016. Did he? Yeah, he, he, he was. He, he was he, on the card. He, he was on the card as Andy, Andy 2016, the time for truth. And what, what he wants to do is when he becomes president is he wants to get all this information out to the people, get all that technology out so people can use it. Why the fuck didn't Barry back him? <laughs> if they're pals and they're on the same crew, man, why didn't Barry like, hey, you got to vote for this motherfucker? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make us all teleport. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna make us. He's gonna dude, make dude, us we would, Yeah, we wouldn't have to go like on airplanes anymore. We could just like we could just show up wherever we want. But look at the, but look, man, look at all the people that would, don't want this. Look at all the yeah. people that were the oil tycoons, uh, and all the know. people that are in charge of all that, all the sheiks and everything well, in the Middle East. Yeah. Well, if well, we could put this all out though, and it's. If we become, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so so we could have been dependent from all these oils, and now we're not because this motherfucker didn't win to be the presidency. So, so is there any data that he has on his website or anything anything you could watch or or that he'll explain that'll tell you how this works? Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff on YouTube. You you could just look up his name, um, and uh. And he he's got like tons. People have done tons of interviews on him, and I I think it's kind of BS. But a lot of people like they listen to like he just sort of rambles on, and he just talks a bunch of science jargon. Like some people will just believe it because like he's just kind of dazzling them with science or science terms and stuff. Exactly, exactly. But you can go to his website www.andy2020.net, and because he's running for he's running in 2020. Why is he using .net? He can't get a .com. He can't secure a .com domain. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he just do like edu or .ca? Sorry, Canadians, I'm not dissing you, but I'm just saying, what the fuck is? He <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe maybe does he not like, have money? Did Nets Nets getting big now. Nobody wants to do .com anymore. Is he is he is he? You said he's also a lawyer, right? Yeah. So he he has a practice. So why is he doing that? Why doesn't he just don't, don't um, you know commit all his time to just being you know time traveler or, or telling everybody about all this? He's got her money. You don't get money telling people. So well, he's, he's got a couple books. So, so by doing all his stuff, 
going in the future. He didn't fucking remember like one World Series outcome, <laughs> one Super Bowl I know, outcome. Like, could have made enough money to like. You, you could have went to twenty forty five and said, "Hey, in twenty seventeen, <laughs> this Super Bowl winner is going to be." Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could bet like he could take those odds, man, and just make some money. Like Biff and Back to the Future. See, it always goes back to Biff and the Back to the Future too. Biff was Biff. Biff was ahead of himself. He's got, maybe he's just got a lot of integrity. He doesn't want. He knows. Well, it can happen. <laughs> a lot of things, <laughs> Well, maybe he did in a different timeline. We're just not living in it. Could be. Or maybe he didn't. He fucks things up so bad. <laughs> right? <laughs> like Biff did in Bad News Future 2. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I know. He fucked I up know. Hill Valley, remember? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Remember? Yeah. George McFly yeah. was uh, was shot and was allegedly killed in the back, remember? Maybe maybe that's what Andy's planning to do now. Maybe he did. Maybe he did make an alternate timeline where... He just fucked everything up. Yep, and that's and that's what we're living in now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> so Damn. that's the story. That's the story of. I'm gonna have to go to the site and look at his his clear pictures of him and with Abraham Lincoln and <laughs> you know. He's he's got a lot he's got, like he's got a lot of stuff on YouTube that's pretty interesting. I mean, sure. I, I don't I don't think any of it's true, but yeah, but of course. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting story. I agree. I mean, same with me with with the selling your soul to the devil. I just think it's a lot of jealousy. But again, what do I know? I don't know everything. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Yeah, I mean, this, this could be know. true. For all we know, all this stuff could be true, and we and all of us here who are just naysayers could just be fucking keeping everybody back by not you know believing in it. By not progressing with it. I mean, like, Barry, Barry knew. <laughs> Barack Obama, yeah. he knew. Oh. It, it helped him get presidency. So maybe Andrew could, could follow suit. Well, now you know that he's going to run in 2020, so put your vote in. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, it, it, I'm curious. I, I'm going to look up this guy now and find more about him. See what but Andrew does. It, it does seem interesting. Did you ever see the show Fringe? I've watched a couple episodes, but I, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, a lot of that, what he did was he, he experimented with, like, LSD and stuff like that, where your mind would go to an altered state, and you could, like, basically, like, travel through parallel universes. Like, you had to, it, you could take yourself there. I mean, I think a lot of that stuff's interesting. A lot of things that we don't know, psychedelics, you know, it could it could, it could could take your mind to, like, how you said, the kids are still underdeveloped, and they, they accept everything. If yeah. you could trick your mind into doing that, why not? What if you can be an adult, and you can be on mushrooms, and... And you know, open to see see another dimension. Uh, well, I don't know, but and Andrew's using like real science, man. He's he's got Nikola, Nikola Tesla on his on his side, so. <clears throat> no, I I, <laughs> I understand that, but but you said he, you know to a certain age he could only do that, right? I mean, you can still time travel, but I guess I guess what they're what they're saying is like, it just kind of it's kind of hard to grasp the different time mm-hmm. when you're when you're traveling back and forth, and it just get cons- gets confusing. That's interesting. I would like to have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd be all about Marty McFly getting that, getting that book, that that sports almanac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <clears throat> Placing a couple of bets here and there, but again, we could ruin the future by doing. <laughs> <laughs> Make it even worse. But who's to say? Who's to, who's to say? Like Hugh Hefner didn't was on time travel, and he, you know, he he had the the foresight to to make Playboy. You know, hey, maybe guys want to see a, a naked woman. And we'll, we'll throw some shit around there, some shitty articles, and fuck, he just made him a millionaire, billionaire. Some claims that uh, that Trump was a time traveler. How's that? I think it was Trump's dad had bought all of Nikola Tesla's uh, his stuff. That's right. He yeah, he was he, he inherited all his his uh, his schematics and stuff. Yeah, and then like if you, there's a couple books that were 
that were published mm-hmm. in the I think the 1800s where they tell a story of uh, a kid named Baron Baron oh. Trump. Okay. And he he's a time traveler. Really? And yeah, and if you read some of the books, they talk about some of the stuff that's going on right now. Hmm. So these books were written in the 1800s and are talking about times right now. Yeah. Things right now. Like look up look up uh, if you go on YouTube look up uh, Trump Trump the time traveler and you'll you'll see like a bunch of stuff about about the books that there's like two books. You know what I you know what I think I remember watching a video like this about a year ago. How people were talking about him. Are Baron and Donald Trump are the time travelers? I think I did see something that alludes to that. I'll have to check this out more because it seems really interesting. It's it's pretty it's it's uh, when you read the. The, some of the, the inserts from the books, it's it's kind of like you're like, holy crap, this this might have some some merit to it. I don't know, it's it's just kind of weird. Hmm. So, what do you think? You think do you think any of this is true? Uh, nah, I doubt it. I mean, I, I, there could be time travel. I don't know at some point, but until I actually see someone actually do it, or you know, so. Until Bill and Ted show up, <laughs> Until, yeah, and their excellent adventure, and yeah, play their guitar. Man, I was, I tried to watch, I tried to watch it like the other day, and I couldn't watch it because it was, it was, it didn't, it didn't hold up. <laughs> it's so horrible. Which one? The first yeah, or the, the second first one? Because the first one I remember was the better one. The second one was yeah. pretty shitty. The bogus yeah. journey. Remember the bogus? Yeah, journey? Yeah, I tried to watch that first one. Uh, <laughs> I went maybe like twenty minutes into it, and I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. But speaking of excellent adventures, looks like we're about finished with ours. So wrap this up. Yep, let's wrap it up. Yeah, why not? All right, Logan. Well, this was a good good time I had with you. Um, hopefully, everybody enjoyed this. And if they want to, you know, talk to us or, or send us a message or just subscribe to us, you can go to our, our website, thestrangepodcast.com. What's that, the website again? Thestrangepodcast.com. No, I said it is thestrangepodcast.com. Okay, so thestrangepodcast.com, that's what No, 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 you're not getting it right. What I said it? thestrangepodcast.com. Oh, okay, that's where yeah. I'm going to go. That's where everyone should go. <laughs> yeah, not .net, <laughs> not .idu. Why didn't you get a .net? Uh, it would have been so much better. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if anybody wants to go to our, our website, um, you can subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that bullshit. Um, we got it already. So, so yeah, just like and like everything, subscribe to everything, and uh, you can find us on, on on iTunes or Google Play. So we're here for all your enjoyment or all your hate, whatever you want. We're here for you. Go ahead and uh, leave us a comment and send us some emails. We'd love to hear from you guys. All right, everyone, have a good night and a good day. Good evening. Good morning. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>